This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, November 19th. Good morning. I'm Chop Downley. Here's today's headlines. Ag labor bill supporters look for GLP boost. Positive signs on China talks and Dem candidates set for an ag forum. Ag labor bill set to move. The House Judiciary Committee has scheduled a debate for tomorrow on the bipartisan ag labor bill that would expand the H-2A visa program to cover year-round workers and reform the wage rates. The lead sponsor of the Farm Workforce Modernization Act, Immigration Subcommittee Chairwoman Zoe Lofgren, expected to argue for protecting the bill from significant amendments. And there are certain to be attacks on the bill from the GOP side, since the bill would provide a path to legal status for existing farm workers. The lead GOP sponsor, Washington Representative Dan Newhouse, tells AgriPulse he's working to get as much Republican support as possible in the House. He hopes that will spur the GOP-controlled Senate to take up the bill. He said a lot of people, GOP House members, are very interested in it, he said. However, keep in mind, the American Farm Bureau Federation is yet to endorse the bill, and Representative Ted Yoho of Florida is going to introduce a competing bill that could siphon off some GOP support. Yesterday, more than 300 national, state, and local organizations sent a letter in support of the bill to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. China calls the U.S. trade talks constructive. U.S. and China are still negotiating a partial Phase 1 trade deal after President Donald Trump had said he hoped to have the pact sewn up. But the talks are constructive, China's Commerce Department said in a report from China Daily. That's a state-run media outlet. Chinese Vice Premier Liu He, at the behest of the White House, spoke Friday with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin over the phone. Trump predicted that China will be buying 40 to $50 billion in U.S. agriculture commodities annually as a result of the trade pact, but details have not yet been released. By the way, Trump noted on Twitter yesterday that the second tranche of the 2019 market facilitation program payments going out to farmers. The president said, quote, Our great farmers will receive another round of cash prior to Thanksgiving. The smaller farms and farmers will be big beneficiaries. Keep in mind, those talks may be stretching on longer than the president hoped, but there continue to be signs that tensions have thawed between the two countries and a deal could be struck. The latest sign comes from the U.S. Commerce Department, which extended an exemption that allows China's massive telecommunications company Huawei to do business with U.S. suppliers and customers. The action also has a direct benefit for many rural areas in the U.S. that depend on Huawei services because others are not available. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said the temporary general license extension will allow carriers to continue to service customers in some of the most remote areas of the United States who would otherwise be left in the dark. Kansas beef plant to reopen next month. Tyson Foods says the Holcomb, Kansas beef plant damaged by fire in August will reopen at the beginning of December and be fully operational by the first week of January. Our team is ready to begin the process of ramping back up, recognizing that there will be testing and adjustments over the first few weeks to ensure equipment functionality while maintaining our commitment to team member safety and food safety, according to Steve Stouffer, group president for Tyson Fresh Meats. 
The reconstruction involved replacing support beams, installing new hydraulic equipment, more than 50,000 feet of new wiring, and the reconstruction of electrical panel rooms and equipment. And by the way, a USDA investigation into the pricing practices in the marketplace following that fire is ongoing, could be wrapped up by the end of the year. House acting to advert a shutdown. The new continuing resolution has been introduced in the House to keep the government open through December 20th. The existing CR set to expire Thursday. The new continuing resolution includes a new provision to maintain the existing caseload in the Commodity Supplemental Food Program, which serves low-income seniors. Another provision ensures that the government can continue to administer the payment in lieu of taxes program, which offsets local governments for tax revenue they can't collect on federal lands. The House Rules Committee yesterday unanimously approved the rule for debating the bill. Democratic candidates to be grilled on organic ag. Democratic presidential candidates have been paying an unusual attention to rural and agriculture issues during the campaign in a bid to win Iowa caucuses. And many of the candidates are now slated to appear at a forum focused on organic and regenerative agriculture next month near Ames, Iowa. Kate Mendehall, the director of the Iowa-based Organic Farmers Association, tells Agripulse she wants to know how the candidates see regenerative and organic ag playing a role in managing climate change. She also wants to know their ideas for supporting organic ag in the U.S. and keeping out fraudulent imports. Even though organic farming is still the fastest-growing sector of the U.S. agriculture, 70% of the organic soybeans and 40-60% to of organic corn is still imported, she says. She also says these are crops Iowa farmers can grow well and keep the environmental benefits on our soil. The propane weight farms storing wet grain. Upper Midwest producers are searching for propane to dry down wet corn, and some are taking chances by storing their crops until they get more. We put this corn in at almost freezing temperatures, and the colder we put it in, the more time we have to get it dry. That north-central Iowa corn farmer, Denny Freest, speaking with AgriPulse. But he also said the longer he waits for propane, there's a higher risk the crop can spoil. He figured he had about two weeks before it needed to be dried. By the way, Iowa Corn Growers Association has written to Federal Energy Regulatory Commission Chair Neil Chatterley, complaining that he hasn't returned four of their phone calls since propane access became an issue roughly two weeks ago. Here's today's He Said It. As you may have noticed, China is starting to buy big again. Japan deal? Done. Enjoy. That present Trump in a tweet about the latest MFP payments. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, November 19th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.